The longest field goal ever attempted is 76 yards. The longest field goal ever missed? Also 76 yards. Why bring this up? Because knowing your limits matters, both when you're kicking a field goal and when you gamble. Betting more than you're comfortable with is like trying a 70-yard field goal. It probably won't go well. So set a limit when you gamble and stick to it. Want more helpful tips like this? Go to KeepItFunOhio.com for games, quizzes, and lots of ways to keep your gambling from getting out of hand. Tillamook Chocolate Collection Ice Cream is a total chocolate game changer. We start with unbelievably creamy dark chocolate ice cream. Then we add different chocolate treats like chocolate cookies, chocolate cake, or chocolate brownies to make four decadent chocolate flavors. Because sometimes the thing that pairs best with chocolate <laughs> is more chocolate. Tillamook Chocolate Collection Ice Cream. Extraordinary Dairy. Welcome back to TV I Say with Ashley Ray. I am so excited. I'm so excited for you listeners because I promised you a Scandal episode. You know my connection to Scandal, one of the first shows I reviewed for the AV Club, one of my my first TV loves, the show that that made me want to write TV. Uh, So my guest today, Katie Lowe's and Guillermo Diaz. (laughs) You you probably You probably know them as Quinn Perkins and Huck, Hi. Uh, our dream duo from Aww. Scandal. I am so happy to have you here. We're happy to be oh, here. Thanks uh, for having us. They have just started a new podcast, Unpacking the Toolbox. It is a Scandal rewatch podcast. How's it going? Is it fun to <laughs> to like have this mini Scandal uh, reunion? It's so been a blast. Fun. Like I can't even. We just had no idea. We'd been talking for like a year more even about hosting a rewatch podcast. You know, I was really seeing that that was a trend happening. I was listening to a lot of rewatch podcasts and I know the gladiators are like out there still super strong and looking for (laughs) material and looking for things to dive into. And I was like, what are we doing? Of course I want to host it with G because he's my favorite person on the planet and I just want to spend the most time with him as possible. So I was worried if he was going to be in or out. I was so in. I was he like, was, yes. yeah, you were just like, yeah. It wasn't even a uh, thing, which yeah. was great. And then our only concern was we knew it would be hilarious. We knew we'd have a great time. It's weird when you spend the amount of hours that we have logged together over the yeah. years and years of 80-hour week work weeks on Scandal at 5 a.m. on Mondays and 4 a.m. on Friday nights. And we still have so much to talk about. We make each other laugh like crazy. <laughs> but the biggest shock of this whole thing, and you're going to get this, Ashley, is we didn't know how good the show was. Yeah. <laughs> Like, truly, like we, when we, when the show was on, we weren't what we were so worried about shooting it the next day. We were live tweeting with the fans. We were never just like sitting back and watching it and enjoying it. We were were so close to it too. I remember sometimes watching episodes and being like, I messed up that line or, or I wish I would have done it this way. We were too close to it and I didn't have... I didn't. I, I I couldn't enjoy it. I and don't now, even know what you're saying because literally every moment Huck was on the show. Was perfect. Perfect. Oh, perfect. Every perfect. moment Huck was perfect. Couldn't agree more. <laughs> now so that I've rewatched it, I'm like, it's perfect. <laughs> I love it. <laughs> like we've truly been like we're fanning sh- out. Can we curse on this yeah. podcast? Yeah. This shit is good. This shit is so it's so, so good. Bomb, like, yeah. and like, it, I get it now. We're fans. It's ten years since yeah. the pilot has aired, so it's like. Sort of the perfect amount of time where, you know, G and I are watching it. First of all, we're like totally different people. We don't remember a lot of it. Like Quinn will come in the scene and I'm like, what? Quinn, yeah. is this? Like, I don't remember a <laughs> shit of this. This is crazy. And then part I mean, so of the much show, happened some seasons. So it's much like... happened. And then the White House was like a whole half of the show that Huck and Quinn were yeah, barely really weren't in. involved in. That, so, yeah, like yeah. that was that's a totally a whole plot. thing too that I don't even that I get to sit back and watch. And so it's really been such a gift. And I gotta say, like, I'm watching every show right now that is the hot talk, like around town, yeah. what's being nominated for things and all this. And I am telling you, Scandal <laughs> is just as good and if not 
rocks it out. Better. Yeah, I'm like, is, this show yeah. holds up. Yeah. The work is amazing. The writing that Shonda Rhimes mm-hmm. was doing was insane. Some of her genius. best. And yeah, I think Grey's Anatomy kind of has had a revival because yes. they put the old episodes on Netflix. Yes. Scandal hasn't had that moment yet. I yeah. think it's going to happen where it's people are Hulu. like, so, it's yeah. on Hulu. People need to go back. If you've watched it before, do yourself such a gift and yeah. like get into it again with friends who like haven't seen it. And if you haven't mm-hmm. seen it, like, and then you can watch it in tandem with this podcast because the podcast we have every yeah. single so, lead on it. Are you starting from like season one, yeah. F one? Yeah, this first season okay. of Unpacking the Toolbox is season one and season two of Scandal. Mm-hmm. So it's it's about thirty episodes. Wait, right? Yeah, which was just yeah. life changing television. Like yeah. I, it's hard to describe what it was like mm. that first episode of Scandal. I remember where I was. Really? Oh yeah, I remember being like. This is a show. Like, I immediately knew I'm never missing an episode of this. I will be with everyone tweeting. For you, what was it like when you, did you know the show was going to blow up? Were you just kind of like, let's see what happens with this ABC drama? At every turn, I mean, for me, I don't know, Guillermo probably feels differently because he was far more of a seasoned, accomplished actor than I was when I started the show. Hey. A lot of people submitted questions <laughs> about about half-baked, oh, about weeds. Yay, he's, yay. The, he's the most famous. I mean, try walking down the street with Guillermo and have and try having someone not hand him a joint. Not want to get yeah. me high. Yeah, um, that's true. Because everyone's like, that's the guy from half-baked. That's the guy from weed. <laughs> weeds. Um, I was every, every turn I was like either I'm getting fired <laughs> or the show is not going to continue on do you know what I mean like yeah. either it won't get picked up for pilot or we won't make it past the first season or we will get canceled halfway through like it's so hard to get a show on the air yeah and it is so hard for a show to be successful so at every turn it wasn't until the middle of season two and Tony and I talk about this when he comes on the podcast. He was already been a guest. We've already had like so many great people. You guys have to listen. Um, but I was like remembering the middle of season two, we walked into some press event and two things happened. One, he walked in and women started screaming as if someone had yeah. been killed or something. I was like, oh my God, I'm afraid uh, yeah. for my life. What's yeah. happening? Like the actual yeah. president had just walked in. And everyone is mania took over and the country. And they thought he was so hot. And I was like, what is happening? This yeah. is insane. And on that same night, we were walking down the carpet and some lovely press journalist interviewer was like what does it feel like to be on a hit show and I remember turning to everyone else and being like are we yeah. is this a hit show <laughs> is, like, did we I do didn't it? know yeah. so it was a real slow burn for me what yeah. about you G I, yeah. I, I feel what kept us honest and what kept us humble is that and we talk about this on the podcast too. Is every season I never felt like, oh yeah, we're getting picked up. We're we we're shooing. Every season we were all like, oh my god, we hope we get picked up. You know, we we just knew that it was so special because we enjoyed being around each other so much, and the material yeah. was so stellar. And yeah. it, we knew we were in something really, really special and really good. But we never, I I feel like we never got cocky about it. No, you know what I mean. No, yeah. and that a group was really of nice. actors that yeah. were like. So grateful to have jobs. Yeah, like it, it was a yeah. more it was a cast that people I, you were familiar with. Like yeah. I loved Carrie Washington. Yes. Right? Yeah, not yeah, but when Carrie yeah. booked it, like I called my mom and they were like, "Who?" And I was like, "You know, the wife from Ray or like Last King <laughs> uh-huh. of Scotland." Like she wasn't yeah. like on the Huge. covers of magazines yeah. yet. Yeah. She wasn't a household name. So we all and also we we talk about this in the first episode of the podcast. But Shonda Rhimes said, you know, she had a no asshole policy on our show where she called everyone's previous two bosses to vouch for them. Wow. And so I think that also I helped. Can, I can maybe right? understand that's why that's kinda, a policy that's she cool. would develop. Yeah. yeah. yeah so wonderful. all yeah. like, I think we're just so grateful to have gigs because that's like kind of who we were that we were never like, oh, this is a hit show. Like, we're good. Yeah. We're floating. Yeah. Like, this is like, let's just keep the paychecks coming and yeah. let's see how little we, we, we were like so determined and to just make a good product. Yeah, yeah. and you did. It's, again, yeah. just an amazing, amazing show. We agree with you now. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like, I mean, reviewing it, it just reached a point where I was like, like, what am, what am I grading here? Like, it's oh, AAA. Lord. Let's talk about what happened, you guys. Like, is Olivia Pope one of the greatest? Again, I'm yeah. watching every show on television right now, and I'm I put, watching yeah. Scandal, and I think... What Kerry Washington and Shonda Rhimes built as Olivia Pope is one of the most incredible female characters in female television leads. history yeah. I've yeah. ever one seen. One of the strongest I am, protagonists. I yeah. Like I, she is yeah. un. 
believable. People still refer to Olivia Pope. Like anytime there's a media scandal, everything with like Good Morning America and the Ferris. People are like, they need Olivia Pope. She'd fix it. Fix it. Like, you know, it's that strong. So one of the questions submitted... Quinn and Huck's relationship as it developed in the show. Was that something you saw coming? Was that- <laughs> Not at all. No. We didn't see a lot coming. Yeah. No. Right? We no. Would, and we would find out what the, that episode was going to be, what was happening with our characters at the at the table reads. Right. You know, we, we never got any, we weren't privy to any, you know, information before that. And um, we had no idea. Right? That no. we were going to hook up. No. That Quinn was going to turn into this baby Huck. No. Oh, um, yeah. You were going to take person. me under your wing. Yeah. No clue. I but, mean, none. Yeah, and then it happened, and we freaking loved it. I mean, we had a blast <laughs> yeah. doing it. You know what I mean? What we was had it, the best time. What was it like finding that chemistry? Obviously, the torture scene is so intimate. It's so intimate. You know, and this oh is kind of before. Oh, my God. I still have that duct tape bra. Oh. You know, I got to bring do? that out for a podcast. Oh, my gosh. Yeah, Jeff Get Props out. gave me my duct tape. Because all I wore the day that Quinn is on Huck's mat getting tortured with the toolbox, all I had on was a pair of nude underwear so that it looked like I was naked. And they had made it look like my arms were like duct taped to my yeah. chest. So it was like a bra made out of duct tape, oh which I still God. have. Oh and everybody gosh. signed that day, uh, which is so sweet. That is you so know, I love that. I think that. God, it was such a gift. Like that whole show, we never knew what was coming. What was so cool is a lot of time in episodic television, like whatever your character comes in as is how they stick around for seven years. Right. right? Yeah. You never see characters really make changes or do something out of character. Like it's sort of formulaic in that way. And what's so amazing about Shonda's writing is, you know, Quinn, I feel like over seven years, I'd be like, what the hell am I going to be doing next? Quinn is not the same. Oh, no. And Huck, I mean, becomes this sweet baby angel. Oh, I know. Where you're just like, I'm terrified of him. And then you're like, I would just like tuck him in at night, cradle him to sleep. Everyone (laughs) loved him and he was so damaged. Yeah, so damaged. But we got to, like, when we got the script that we were going to hook up, it was really. Like we had a good time. <laughs> we did have a good time, and we always we keep we've said this a million times. But Debbie Allen directed that episode right. yeah. when you see Huck and Quinn sort on of, the you know, ca- have, car for the first time. Have, I like rip my underwear and yeah. I yeah. slap you. And yeah. I think you spit on me or something. I spit on, listen, there's when we're was shooting, that in the script? Was no, that, no, it just that. happened. We were just in it and. All of a sudden, you know, we break from a kiss, and I sp- I spit on your neck. I, I think, think right so. on your neck, yeah. and then lick it off. Yeah, 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 that is what like, oh. And then afterwards, I was like, Katie, I'm sorry. I no, and she you was like, did? I love it. Yeah. yeah. Oh God, <laughs> we had a lot of conversations leading up to it, like because we were so close about like, yo. But we're also so real. So we were both like, this has got to be like a lot of tongue. Like this is like, <laughs> yeah. it was so like straight up. Like we were of just course, like, yeah. with, yeah. these two with characters, Quinn I'm yeah. talking like from an actor perspective, like we were just like, you can't do this movie no. star bullshit kind of kissy. No. These people are yeah. insane. Insane. Like and that's when we, that's I think the moment when you realize like, oh, Quinn is not so normal. No, what like, she Quinn likes is, is yeah. in and, like, wow. Yeah. yeah. And yeah. also the difference between Quinn and Huck was that Quinn really enjoyed it. Like she, yeah. she like happily enjoyed it. Huck yeah. enjoyed it, but he was tortured about it. He doesn't think he deserves it. Yeah, it doesn't deserve love. Yeah. Totally. She always had a big smile on her face, right? When she was like <laughs> drilling yeah, like Billy Chambers she was, or like stabbing a body. Like she was like, this is so fun. Yeah. I'm so not like that. It's so crazy. It's like you're talking about another person. But we had a really, I mean, we trusted each other. It was very intimate. And we had like a lot of like, let's just go for it. I feel safe. He felt safe. And yeah, it was. And, and also, it, I it think we have special. Chemistry. Yeah, it takes yeah. a special and, environment to yeah. build that on set. And we, yeah. like, I know her husband, Adam, and she knows my boyfriend, Mikey. Like, and we're all so close. So we close. traveled together. We had Aww. gone to Israel yeah. together. Yeah. Like, we, oh my gosh. Yeah. You know, we had a, we had a history in a past. Quit and hug family vacations. Yes. Yes. And my husband could not have been more thrilled. Like my husband was like, oh my God, yay. You're like, (laughs) like I love, like it was such a great setup. I bet bet if I was straight, he'd be like, uh, Uh, you know, he'd be terrified. Uh, You're going to use tongue? He'd be terrified. (laughs) I would be terrified. Like there was something that was so like. It was just easy. The chemistry. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, Just right there. Easy. Hey, pet parents, are you searching for the perfect place for your dog to play? Check out Camp Bow Wow. Our safe and supervised doggy daycare and boarding ensures your pup gets the socialization they crave while giving you peace of mind. With our certified staff and clean and spacious facilities, your dog will have a blast making friends and staying active. 
Join the Camp Bow Wow Pack today. Your first day is free. Visit us at CampBowWow.com. Franchise opportunities available. NetCredit is here to say yes to a personal loan or line of credit when other lenders say no. Apply in minutes and get a decision as soon as the same day. If approved, applications are typically funded the next business day or sooner. Loans offered by NetCredit or lending partner banks and serviced by NetCredit. Application subject to review and approval. Learn more at netcredit.com slash partner. NetCredit. Credit to the people. So the listeners want to know your favorite scandal twist, but I want to bring mine up. Please. Uh, so you can have some time to think yes, about yes. it. My favorite scandal twist is when Olivia Pope beats yes. the vice president to death while he's yes. in a wheelchair with a chair. Yes. <laughs> and oh. I need to know when you oh. when you read that at the at the table read, what was your reaction? What was because this is also yo. Olivia's first major killing murder that she does by, by her, her own, own hand. hand. And brutally, brutally, not just like, you know, she gave him some poison. Like, yeah. she beats him she with a chair. She beats him with a chair while and, you know, he's in a wheelchair. still love her. And yeah, and, and you still, still love her. It's like, I, I sometimes I'd be like, does anyone care that Olivia Pope is a murderer who yeah. won the election, who's like screwing a married man? Like, screwing does yeah. anyone who care? Matter? Murdered probably the, like, the person who had the least defenses. Yeah, like, he's like, who cares? <laughs> like, he, it's nothing? not like, yeah, he couldn't really do anything. <laughs> I know. It was really, it was <laughs> kind of amazing. That, yeah. She could do no wrong. She could do no wrong. We used to live in fear at the table reads. I'm like, oh, no, if you're against Olivia, if your character's against Olivia, get ready for the Twitter social media barrage yeah. of hate that is about to come your way. And if your character is with Olivia... On Olivia's side, whether that's morally right or not, yeah. you're all good to go. Yeah. I think my favorite plot twist is definitely dad. Mm, Ooh, I of I have such like love for the memories behind it and where we all were at the table read when he said it and Joe Morton had been sort of floating around as a guest star for months and months yeah. and months and we didn't know what the hell he was doing there and it never came across my mind that he was her dad. And then we got to l do a live reading of that script in front of thousands of people. Oh, yeah. I think at the Kodak or like at a huge, huge theater. Theaters, yeah. And it was before it had aired. So the audience didn't know either. And we did a live reading and I'm a theater nerd, so I love having audience. <laughs> but we did a live theater and reading and Joe Morton said dad and the entire audience stood up. Yeah. roaring, screaming, uh, yeah. I mean, deafening. And we all stood up screaming, pointing at them. And it was just so <laughs> it was And amazing. that's what I was doing I in my living room when I watched. Yeah. I was like, oh, like, yes. it's one of those moments where you yeah. don't forget where you were, like, uh, in How to Get Away with Murder, oh, when she's I like, why is your phone on a dead, oh, why is your penis on a dead girl's phone? Oh, my God. The dad, God, it's like one of those that? lines. Oh, oh yeah. Yes. Where you're just like, I know yes. where I was. We all were like, oh, this show. Yeah. What was uh, yours? Yeah. For me, it was when Fitz suffocates Verna. Yeah. That was so unexpected. Yeah. And of course me. you would like that because you're a huge oh, horror movie. I love movie. it. I love guys. it. And but it was yeah. truly scary because that's when I was like, oh, Fitz is like not oh, good. He's one of us. Like, yeah. He's like a I wanted too. to believe that it was like he's yeah. like this good boy who's being a puppet. Yeah. But no. Yeah. Watching it back right now, my my one of my favorite twists is when the president gets shot. Oh, yeah. Oh, because yeah. I can't believe how brave the writers the were writers on this were. show. I remember being like, like are, are they you really kidding? doing like, this? We're going that far this early on in the season yeah. and yeah. no one's afraid of like burning through story. Burning through story. Where are we going? Yeah. What? <laughs> how could we be shooting no. the president? Yeah. We've done 13 episodes yeah. of the show or whatever it was. It's like, I, and it was done so well and so scarily and it was so amazing. Uh. So watching it back, I was like, oh my God, yeah. Yeah. this like, show is off the freaking track. Yeah. yeah. Even knowing, like rewatching, knowing it's coming, I'm still like, they killed, they, they just shot it. Yeah. Like, yeah. Uh, and, and so obviously a big question that the, everybody wants to know personally, Fitz or Jake? I know. That, oh, you probably get this all the time. Fitz. We did, but I love it. I'm Fitz. I'm a Fitz guy. Yeah, for sure. <sighs> and I'm a Jake guy. I'm a Jake. Oh, I'm a Jake you guy. Are? Yes. Oh, I'm, come on. I've always been a Jake guy. Look, oh, look, watching it back, I do got to say, the Olivia Fitz chemistry, oh, steaminess chemistry. is okay, yeah. 
and astronomical. Uh, yeah, was it was it like that offset too? Because they just seem like as no, two people, just like, like they're like two political nerds. Yes, <laughs> but some, and he, they don't yeah. have swag like that. No, like, no. they're so just nerdy. No, those two. I can't believe they're so like, nerdy, and they're always nerdy. talking about you know yeah. they're, they're just real like have, spilling coffee yeah. on themselves, and everyone's like, oh my gosh, they're just yeah. like sexual chemistry. No, and they have such high executive functioning. Like they're just so <laughs> they they're always doing a million things at once. Yes. Like Carrie's like has her hands in 8,000 pies and so does Tony yeah. like they direct and they write and they produce and they're activists and they're all this stuff so like I just I can't believe what they were doing on screen and it was not like that in real life at all because it was like they must have known each other like no the... and you'll learn on the podcast their entire history and yeah, how they how met, they met. Uh, and what yeah. it was like because I get all into that I'm like yeah how has this chemistry been like this how did you make yeah. it yeah. tell me about your process mm-hmm. did you ever meet so listen to that episode of the podcast yes, and go you'll listen find to out that from episode. Carrie's yeah. mouth and Tony's mouth himself. Yes. But I'm team Jake just because I love an underdog. Yeah. And I can't get over that Fitz is like married. Yeah. Like I, it's a big I flag. Too. It was it's always like, yeah, if he's going to cheat on Millie, he'll cheat on you too, Olivia. Yeah. Like that was, I was like, you're not safe. Like, you're come not on. Safe. That's okay. I don't care. <laughs> I don't mind that he's married. <laughs> She's fucking around too, isn't she? Okay, what about Millie? Yeah, yeah, she's sleeping with the vice president. Poor Scott Foley has been put just in like love triangles since you're the TV expert. Like Like, since the beginning of time. The beginning of time. Felicity, it's him, Scott Speedman, and Felicity. Felicity. He just always has to be. Uh, I felt in Grey's Anatomy. He's he's in a a love triangle. I don't know what his Dawson's Creek role was, but probably a love triangle. Probably was a triangle. Yeah, and it's just they never choose him, and then he always like turns kind of (laughs) evil. And it's like, just for once, let him get the Poor girl. Guy. I love Scott Foley, too. We oh, love Scott he's Foley. Yeah. Love Scott Foley. Dream. He's a dreamboat of a person. Yeah. The fart king of He's the fart TV. king, which you'll also learn. He doesn't actually fart, so people okay. can still find him sexy. Yeah. He just likes, well, maybe he does, but we all did. But he, um, look, we spent a lot of hours together, people. Um, no, he makes a fart. He's a professional at making fart sounds with his mouth. Wow. And he does it before yeah. shooting. So he'll be like, rolling, speed. Action. Like it's just. And now we've all. Now I'm on other sets and I'm doing it. And you're doing it. All day long. It's like the Foley method now. Uh That's how you get into character. See, these are the little tidbits you'll get on the podcast Uh that you didn't know. Yeah, that you didn't know. Which it does make me laugh to think of him about to do some serious scene where he's like trying to save Olivia and then he's just making part of it. Oh, yeah, that's all he does. And we're all, I mean, You'll also get from the podcast, the White House side was, like, very serious about acting. And OPA side right. was, too, when we had really serious stuff to do. Like, obviously, Huck Guillermo had huge stuff yeah. in 752 and, like, had to go to some really, really dark places. But, like, whenever OPA is, like, working the case or, you know, putting the case up on the board and going through all the stuff, we were the silliest bunch of insane just people used to come over and direct and just be like it was like hurting cats no one's listening to <laughs> yeah. anybody singing we're all songs singing like, and dancing choreography eating, with Columbus yeah. Short like it was insane yeah <laughs> I mean I feel like that was the more fun side of the show yeah. oh yeah oh, you don't want to hang sure. out in the White yeah, House yeah the White House was like the, okay Too we're seeing fits but I was the episode of the week girl Us I was too. like give me the cases Us you too. know I love the kind of rip from the headlines aspect I do too and the music they would put with it yeah it was so God. fun it was great and I did love that eventually the show did become very political it started to take on you know important themes yeah. what was that kind of twist like for you seeing it go from okay this isn't just like a ABC soapy drama this show is doing something different it really is changing the landscape of tv when you're talking about i mean we i felt like we were part of something hugely important from the jump only because and carrie talks about it on the podcast episode but her being the first black woman on as a lead of a network drama in 37 years at the time we made it felt big yeah and also for her, she says on the podcast, you know, it had to succeed because it would have been that another pressure. 37 oh years. Another 37 oh. years, again, yeah. Least. So that felt really amazing. And then as we got into it and it was like uh, becoming a thing and I started to see, we all started to see how Shonda was putting in like huge things. I mean, that lawn chair episode with Courtney B. Vance yeah. and we're talking about a police shooting and we're talking about, we're, we're talking about rape in the military in episodes. We're talking mm-hmm. about Olivia having an abortion. Like yeah. there mm-hmm. were huge 
like I was like, okay, Shonda, right? I see what yeah. You're doing. yeah, like, like I see what you're doing. Yeah, like, even, you are yeah. working massively polarizing, huge hot button topics. Yes, into network television. Yeah, hidden underneath this chemistry and these cases and the sexiness and the, sexiness and the, cases. And the outfits and the gloves and the yeah. Prada bags and even <laughs> the big twist. Like when it's like dad, it's like it's not just that he's there and he's evil and he's her dad. It's also he's reminding her of the double standard she faces as a black woman. Mm-hmm. Oh and you my have god! To work twice I'll as never hard. forget that line. Oh. You have to work twice, twice as hard as to get uh, half, half as, as much. much. Yeah. Oh my god! I, I forgot still, about it's that. It's one of the oh. things I thought about. It was yeah. honestly oh. and embarrassingly like you know all of the things that have been happening the past few years. And I mean that was the first. First time I had ever heard that. Yeah, like when that was written as a white woman, like I had never yeah, even heard so that before. Yeah, so many people. It was like this thing that people talked about, and then as a, a culture critic and TV yes. critic at the time, people really weren't examining black shows that way. You mm. know, people would be like, "It's funny" or "It's a drama," but right. this was a show where I was like, "No, there's themes. We should be writing about yeah. it. We should be having episodic reviews." And wow. finally, it like pushed all these white TV places had to be like okay, yeah, we need black people to review this show. Mm -hmm. It, like, led this charge of just more diversity and criticism where it was, like, you need black writers Mm -hmm. who can identify these themes and who are, like, you know, the scene that I always think of when uh, Viola Davis comes and they do the kind of crossover episode and they have the whole hair scene. Oh, my god! And that there was so much to unpack there. And Yeah, and how could a white reviewer, like, even understand Yeah, like, when they took the wig on, she says this. And it's like, no, you had to finally... It was like prestige TV mm-hmm. was opening up and people were like, oh, it's not just cast that look like Mad Men or The Sopranos. Right. Right. It's diversity. Right. It's, you know, these thrilling stories that, mm-hmm. yes, are twists, but there is so much more underneath. I and, thought mm-hmm. I was so like I was so pre- like I was like, I can't believe I get to be on this. Oh, like I just was like, yeah. I can't yeah. believe I'm a mm-hmm. tiny, tiny part of this huge wheel that really felt Important, yeah. I mean, did you feel mm-hmm. like that? Did you, oh my yeah. god, constantly. Well, just the fact that also Shonda, you know, the fact that she cast me, a, a gay Latino from Washington Heights, you know, playing this train killer spy. Like she just, she just gives opportunities to people that aren't, you know, your sort of typical person that you would cast as as this as this character. Mm-hmm. And she, yeah, oh my god, it felt like we were on a special show for sure. Every day that we were on set felt like we really were so special. lucky to be there. I think that's also what yeah. kept us humble too. I, and, I mean, I knew you yeah. from comedies mm-hmm. obviously, and then Huck, I was like, this is not funny. <laughs> Yeah, yeah. <laughs> like, this is not funny like, at all. This isn't yeah. funny. Like, what yeah. like where's the yeah. guy I love from Weeds yeah. and Half Baked? <laughs> like, he's what? so good at comedy. Yeah, oh. like, exactly. You're he amazing at comedy. So, you know, kind. when you got this sort of chance to do something in a mm-hmm. drama that was so big, what was oh that my like? Oh, God. Ugh. It was, first of all, well, I talk about this on the podcast too, my audition. I was actually mad when I got the the script and these sides because I, I thought, oh my God, this character is so not like me. He was described as a 50-year-old sort of nebbish man who was obsessed with figurines. And and I was like, really, guys? Like, I, I'm never going to get this. And my people were like, no, go in. You know, they, they know you. They want to see you. And then I read for Shonda and... And Sean, you know, she just saw me as Huck and she said she she didn't picture him this way at all. But when I went in the room and, you know, gave her my version of this character that she was like, that's that's who it is. And she talks about the uh, the way other characters were cast as well. Right. It was a similar situation. Yeah. She just like knew. Yeah. She just knew. And And then she called her previous ex-bosses and made sure. (laughs) Thank God. I bet she called Genji Cohen. (laughs) She probably did. She probably she did. Totally did. Yeah, and Jenny was like, "Oh my god, you're such I a ball on set." She love definitely it. did. She definitely did. Yeah. Oh my god, that's. I wish I could hear those conversations. Right. I remember. I remember Shonda telling me because I was still doing weeds while yeah. I was doing like season two of Scandal, and either Shonda told me or someone else told me that they them two were in having conversations about how they were going to make it work because I had to be on the weed set and the Scandal set. You yeah. Know. Close to you know the same I can't believe you times worked and with days, those both, two. Yeah. Those two at the yeah at the same time writers I'm, I'm in Hollywood. So fortunate. Yeah. that's unbelievable. So also, so, so it, my brain is like, wow, I, like I'm like we started. I feel like so much longer before, and then I'm like, oh right, yeah, there was an overlap. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I was just I was shooting the very ending. It was like yeah, the very of end of yeah, yeah, yeah the beginning of scandal. Yeah, uh, that's yeah, yeah. TV history Crazy, exactly. Right? Like, oh my god, you know. <laughs> so 
another question uh, that the fans had. Thank you, know, you fans. That, yes. For, for writing in questions and for being right. excited. We love a question, about the, we uh, love a question uh, situation. We love a question yes. situation and we love a fan. They wanted to know what was your favorite crime of the week. Oh, my God. You know, God, there are so many good ones. It's like yeah. dick pic. What about, I would go with dick pic. Dick pic's uh, Dick pic was But I also the, love, I like when, I like the one we just did with, um, which one? Where David Rosen wakes up with the dead girl. Oh, yes. that's a good one. I love that yes. one. Anyone with David Rosen. is amazing. David was such I a like fun character. I like dead girl in his bed. Yeah. That's yeah. hilarious. What about um, the Lena Dunham one? Oh. I loved the Lena Dunham do one. Do I kill her or do you? I thought you I kill her. I slice her neck, right? Yeah, I thought it you was you. Oh, wait. That's right. Uh, but I think I'm there. But you're, you're there. there. Yeah. yeah. That was fun because Katie and I were huge fans of girls. Girl. Yeah. Oh, huge this fans. was like Pete Girl. Yeah. Pete and, girl. She, and she was a huge fan of Scandal. Yes. So when she she, her dream was yeah. to be honest. Yes. It yeah. was like, I, for me, a big girls fan. I was like, oh, this is a huge crossover. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. And you kind of knew she was going to get killed. So it was like, how are they going to yeah. do it? Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, she had to go back to her own job. Yeah. She was just like stopping by. But she was awesome to work with. Jump into the world of Wildcrats at Philadelphia's Please Touch Museum. Explore the world of this PBS Kids series in the Wildcrats Creature Power Museum exhibit, opening May 31st. Discover animal habits from around the world as you swing through the trees like a spider monkey, sneak through the forest like a jaguar, hunt for lunch like a platypus, and much more in this adventurous new exhibit. Get tickets at pleasetouchmuseum.org. That's pleasetouchmuseum.org. Here you are, BPMs high, sweat dripping, body moving, tongue panting. You're working hard, real hard, and you're thirsty. You need vitamins, nutrients for peak performance and energy. And your plants do too. Aw, let me just look at the little guy. Water-soluble plant food from miracle Grow is full of essential nutrients. Just a little scoop into your watering can and boom, instant feeding and bigger, more beautiful plants. It's kind of like a sports drink for your plants. You may have to suffer from heat, but your plants do not. We were so lucky because we got access. I mean, not only to the amazing guest. I mean, I can't believe Courtney B. Vance came on yeah. the show. But I also, we had amazing, like, Regina King directed episodes. Oh, right. directed a few episodes. Angela Bassett, like, shadow directed yes. a few episodes. Yeah. Debbie Allen, we talked about directed episodes. We just had, like, some amazing, mm-hmm. oh, my God. Remember, were you there when Kobe Bryant came to set? Yeah, of to course. Show. We have pictures together with yeah, him. Yeah, Kobe And came. that was the episode that uh, Darby Stanchfield directed, the, the actress that played Abby. Yeah, yeah she, directed she was directing an episode, that episode. And Kobe yeah. came by Kobe, and was like, oh, getting really yeah. involved in Hollywood because he had done that short that won the Oscar right. about basketball and he was thinking about directing oh, and so he was coming by and watching that. oh my gosh but we just really uh, we, we had that finger so on some pulse it, right? yeah and yeah. like I feel like Shonda was really supportive about getting people from the show behind the camera I know in the yes. final season I believe Joe Carrie Morton directed, yeah, Carrie, Joe Morton, directed. Carrie directed the penultimate episode yeah. she was amazing yeah it was amazing Carrie and, can't there is nothing like she Carrie can't do. It is annoying. Like, <laughs> truly. And also, so she looks annoying. incredible. She, yeah. Uh, there's nothing she can't there's do. There's one scene in that second to last episode. It, it, it's like a focus on her, and I think fits in the background. And it's just this beautiful shot that she directs. And it it's like a perfect summary oh. of the whole show and why they can't be together. And I was just like, this oh. moment could be just like a gif, a scene. Like, yeah. she's so talented. And she was talented. also She's also the lead of the show. Like, she had a million things to do in front of the camera. Yeah. And, and never she, took a Saturday off. Right. We'd be like, what are you doing this weekend? Like, you finally going to get sleep? She's like, I have 700 photos. Photo shoots. Yeah. Oh, she my God. She was constantly <laughs> At working. the same time, while I'm cooking a child. Yeah. <laughs> like, yeah. you know what I mean? Like, yes. she had two children right. she was on pregnant the show. during yeah. the show. Yeah. Wearing, could you imagine? <laughs> we like, all, I've been yeah. pregnant twice now, but like, being pregnant wearing six inch High heels, heels, these heavy no. giant and working coats. eighty hours a week. Yeah, like are you? If I have absolutely... a tummy ache, I'm like, I can't, <laughs> I, I can't know. do this right now. I like mean, she was, I, I, I don't know. Yeah, and yeah. I, I mean, the gladiators. We were watching, and we were like, we would. I remember there was a whole like Tumblr purse dedicated to, to all the purses yeah. and like high oh, things yeah. Yeah. to hide her pregnancy. It was the best. Yeah, yeah. where it she was the best. But that's like what makes episodic TV so like, great, the most fun. It's yeah, like we're in your living room every single Thursday. You're watching these characters that you love who also happen to be people leading lives and making big life choices and like 
they're doing both at the same time. I was yeah. really lucky when Shauna was like, we're going to make Quinn pregnant. I was like, oh, thank God. Yeah, thank God. I was like, because I ain't going to look pregnant like Carrie Washington looks <laughs> yeah. pregnant. I'll tell you right now. Right, like they would just be like, oh, she's on a, the couch and she'd have like a giant throw pillow over her yeah, stomach and you'd yeah. be like, okay, yeah. so why? Okay, sure. I can sure. remember her doing some like pretty hard scenes, scary scenes. Like I think Joe Morton shot somebody in OPA in Huck's office. Oh, and yeah. Olivia was, I remember Carrie this. was yeah. pregnant. And had to just kind of yeah. yell at him, you know. Because I think and, it was the first murder in the OPA office or something. Yeah. Because really, it was like, we don't I have remember bodies them, here. the body laying on the OPA yeah, table, right? I think right? so, too. Yeah. And she yelled at him or something. And then I remember us all being like, to the baby, like, to her, like, it's okay, it's okay, this is just pretend. And they would do the same for me because we yeah. were like in crazy oh. situations. <laughs> Wait, because, yeah, you were pregnant towards, in the oh, last season, yeah. right? Where we were doing uh, that yeah. whole. Yeah, when I, my last episode I shot before I gave birth was the one where Quinn is You're... handcuffed yeah. to Papa Pope's bed downstairs in a basement basement. and I have to like put a dude in a chain put him with a chain choke hold around his neck and escape I mean I remember I I mean and I got kidnapped in a wedding dress yes that's what I remember the wedding kidnapping I had my baby two weeks later I think oh my gosh but what's amazing about Shondaland and why it's the greatest place to work yeah is because like I had a gravity chair where my feet were up high I had, they built a safer set of stairs in and out of my trailer. They gave me a PA, like, specifically, like, assigned to me to just get me peanut butter or jelly sandwiches and, like, bananas or whatever the hell I wanted. Um, Hummus and pickles. Hummus and pickles all day was all I could crave. (laughs) I love that. And they also just, like, always had, like, OB, like, I remember that day specifically, they were, like, do you want an OB on set? Like, dude, and I was like, no, like, it's going to be fine. But like, it's just such an, in like a great place to work if you're a mom. Didn't yeah, that's what I've mom. heard. Didn't Shonda tell you if you, Katie, if you want to get pregnant, this is the time to yeah, do it. Yeah, Shonda Because you know like, I got your back. I got yeah, your back. Like, Shonda, like, like, they I, have daycares. Yeah. And, yeah. Yeah, she had taken a lot of women through it. Between yeah. Grey's Anatomy, private practice, and scandal, she had done it a bunch. And she was just like, listen to me. Like, I got, if, <laughs> she just wasn't, she was like asking me, like, if a family is something you're interested in doing I also got married on the show but she was like if if a family is something you're interested in having I'm really good at helping you through that and like being on your job and being comfortable and all that I mean that's unheard of yeah Yeah. that's amazing and obviously Shonda she likes to use kind of her vetted Mm -hmm. stable Uh, of actors which Katie you clearly are one in inventing Anna yes what was it like to get the call? She wanted to work with you oh again. And I were rem- you familiar with that story? Yes. I remember we were at a scandal table read when the news broke that she- Shonda was going over to a Netflix deal. Ooh. And I remember being like, oh, my gosh. And then we were at another scandal table read when it had broken and deadline or something that she had optioned the rights to this Anna Delvey article written by Jess Pressler about Anna Delvey. And I remember like running home and reading what the article was about to see if the world could even contain someone who was my type and age. <laughs> yeah. like, no, there were I such remember, actors. Such like, actors. Yeah, I remember like, going home and being like, okay, okay, yeah, okay, there, okay, okay. Anna Delvey's like in her 20s. <laughs> maybe she'll have some friends. Like maybe she'll have some friends that I could like, or maybe somebody needs an assistant or like maybe I could yeah. get a job because again, I had had my kid in Shondaland and I really didn't want to go work elsewhere to be completely honest. I knew Scandal was ending and I was like, please, please can I just stay here because I don't know what it's like to work elsewhere and I have a little baby and I'd like to have another little baby and Anyway, so um, then I went to do Waitress on Broadway. Right. And she came to see it, and we were hanging out till late. And she was like, I think there's going to be a part for you in this. And I was like, wait, what? Oh, like, yeah. like, it started, the, the percolating started oh, to happen. Like, yeah. And I didn't know what part it was going to be. Again, I'm, like, rushing home and, like, Googling the story. Who could it be? And I saw, I felt an immediate connection to this girl, Rachel. To Rachel, Williams. yeah. I was like, oh, I think I could do that. And I think at that point, I Rachel's star- story was starting Rachel to come out. Rachel was doing and, a lot of press for her yeah. book. And I just was like, ah. And I was looking at some interviews of her. And I was like, God, I'm a little bit long in the tooth. I'm a little bit older than this person. <laughs> but I think I still got it. Like, I yeah. think I could still do it. And then I got a call. She was just like, I want you to play Rachel Deloach Williams. And she was such an interesting character. And they had the most amazing researching team. And it was amazing. And when she told me Julia Garner was playing in Adelia, oh, yeah. I, be- I just about like fell over dead on the floor. And Laverne <laughs> Cox, I've been a fan of for ever. And and Anna Klumsky and the whole group. And, and it was just really exciting to be a part of her first like cable streaming yeah. venture, you know. But it was 
the best part for you scandal inventing Anna crossover fans was I walked into the first table read super nervous. Like, I don't know how this is going to go. This is new. I've been with my scandal family for a hundred years and in I walk and there's Jeff Perry, Kate Burton uh, yeah. sitting right there. Yes. And I was like, I just felt immediately, you know, at home. And then Tom Verica, um, yeah. who's the producing director and directed a bunch of scandal. Anyway, there were just a lot of people around who were scandal family, family. And I felt really supported. And I loved telling that story. And yet again, in that that show, she took me through my second pregnancy because oh. <laughs> I had wow. my baby. I got pregnant. We had to shut down because of COVID, but I got pregnant right. and I shot half the show before I had a, my second kid. And then the second half of the show Right after I had my second kid. Wow. wow. And, okay, with Quinn and Rachel, yeah. I feel like there's some, for some reason, you're always given these characters who are oh. victims, who people should feel sorry for, but <laughs> somehow don't. people hate them. I know. <laughs> like, I've really why? got a knack. I've really got a knack. <laughs> I don't why? know why, why I people... play that. You know, it's probably why she called me to play Rachel. No, I don't know. I, probably because she knows I'm, I don't know, but I like to think of it as, like, I'm so compassionate towards Rachel. Like, I love yeah. her, and I know a lot of people hate her, but I really don't. I did. I could and not I understand. And I love her. I, like, f- completely understood the decisions she made and why she made them. And when it was so cool, we got to shoot in Morocco in the hotel where oh, the con cool. happened. Yeah. Where oh, Anna wow, Delby. You did? Yeah. We went to Morocco for like a month, but she... Uh, did you really go to the, the what, room. the tea garden the, thing? Yeah, that? We went to the Hardin no. de yeah. Majorelle. Yeah, where we she like doesn't have the, the money. Places, <laughs> and we don't have the money. We did all the real stuff. We shot in the Riyadh. That's like $20,000 a night that she skipped oh, the bill gosh. on and Rachel put on her company card. Um, but honestly, I the whole time was like on... I've always been on Rachel's side. Like, yeah. I truly have. Reading I think, the story, I was like, Rachel's not a bad person no, here. But people, so, like, after well, it came out, were yeah. like, well, and she got money back from insurance. So the fact that she even did this, she's a horrible person. And I'm like, wow. but like the she real, Yeah, agreed. <laughs> but I think what's great about Shonda's writing, and we talked a lot about this, was like, that's up for everyone else to decide, not me, A. But B, like, Shonda's... And like Olivia murdering somebody mm. with a chair, like she is constantly creating these characters that operate in a gray zone. Yeah. Like, mm. I don't know who is good or who is bad just because you think one person's good. Another person thinks they're bad. So Rachel has been very polarizing and I yeah. love it. Oh, it's one of the most polarizing characters Polarizing in any Shonda show. Yeah, like, I agree. People, And wow. I'm just like, she straight up is a victim, but somehow She's Shonda got people. She's the bad guy, yeah. kind of. And she sh- takes yeah. down Anna Delvey in the end. She's the person that like called yeah. the FBI. Who called the FBI and like you know, operation to bring her, her down. At, Wait a minute, is it, can we talk about the actual Anna Delvey yes. right now? Yeah. Like yeah. Homegirl is on house arrest. She has that, she's on house and arrest. She got a, and got show a show coming out and has like, a reality show. And didn't the judge? Wasn't the judge like, what do you want to do? Like, yeah, the judge was he, like, he I see no not reason to deport her. Right? Yeah, he was like, I'm not going to deport you. I see no reason why you couldn't just like be a great girl from now on and do smart things. She's a full blown sociopath. Yeah, it seems like. She, I just, I can't, I don't know. I, and I, I never met her. If I did, I would be terrified. I was wondering. <laughs> like, I was she's like, the scariest well, to me. I kind told, of want yeah. an episode of her show with the cast from Inventing Anna. Oh, God. Where you all have yeah. a dinner Julia with Garner, her. they went to visit her. Wow, yeah. Yeah, they went to visit her in prison. Oh, yeah, right. For yeah, I didn't get to go, but they went to visit. But I got a lot of information about Rachel from that meeting. Really? Uh, oh, my God. Yeah. I sat, Julia and I hung out after, and I was like, tell me. Everything she said about Rachel, which was a lot. <laughs> was it because she mad at her? Yeah, yeah, was she mad? Was it? it? I used it. She just was like, she just said stuff like, oh, God, when she's up on the, it uh, wasn't that big of a deal. I stole $60,000 for her. She's crying and upset like I got her gang banged. Like, oh, like, oh, my God. Said, like, horrible thing. Like, oh, yeah, that like, sounds like, like Annabelle. <laughs> yeah, she doesn't have, like, that thing where you're compassionate. Compassionate. Right. No remorse. Yeah. So wow. people are fascinated by her. And it's fascinating. She's also this Robin Hood. She takes from the corporations and the man, yeah. which is great. But it's not like she's giving it to the poor. To the poor, no. She's going just, and buying bags. She's just yeah. buying bags and going to Morocco. But what I think is really interesting about Rachel, which I used a lot, was in an alternate reality sliding door, had ADF happened, had Anna Delvey successfully the Anna gotten Delvey Foundation, the Anna Delvey yeah. Foundation sort of Soho House art club off the ground at Park Avenue South, yeah. Rachel Deloach-Williams would have been running it. Oh, absolutely. 
So what? there is a world where the scam worked out for both of them. A hundred percent. And, and they friends. would have been really powerful. Yeah. And like cool and elitist. And elitist like, New York And having this whole people. New York thing with like amazing art and art yeah. shows and like all this stuff. And instead she had to go to prison. Yeah. And, <laughs> wow. and Rachel, or Rachel wrote a book. Yeah. yeah. Just, wow. Yeah. And Guillermo, would you. White people, white people, right? Right. That's some white shit. The whole Anna That's story is just white. Right. No. It's true. Like, it is. You are correct. Like, how do you get a reality show when you are on house arrest? Fuck. What and the then hell? celebrities are like proud to take pictures at her house. They're like, here I am. Look at her. Are you serious? Like, yeah. Like a bunch of influencers, actors are like going and shooting already and taking pictures like That's of me with the girl. That's upsetting. Like, exactly. It's because really disrespectful. only like white criminals are able to profit yeah. off of their crimes in that way. <sighs> You know, like nobody's making a story about that black kid who pretended to be a doctor, Hell and they should. No. I'd watch yeah. that movie. Yeah, for sure. <laughs> but, yeah. you know, he's just facing jail time. Oh but I would watch that movie. I would too. Yeah. Uh, but Guillermo, <laughs> would you love to rejoin the Shondaland? Uh, you know, would you, if, if there yeah. was a project, what would be like kind of your dream situation? Oh my God. Oh. Don't get me started. Well, I'm a huge horror film fan. Yeah. And, and we do this thing on the podcast where I will research like the guest stars um, of that particular episode and see if they've been in a horror movie. And then we'll Ooh. talk about that horror movie. And I, I just I just love horror and thrillers. So if, if Shonda wrote like a really like smart, like that's going to happen. Thriller, it's like, gonna I feel good about that for horror you. Film. Oh, yeah. I would love that so much. I feel very good I about really? that. Really? Yeah. Like, like a psychological uh, one? Yes, yeah, like yes, a scary yes. psychological thriller. Because like yes. how to get away with murder was going oh, down yeah, that path. That's like, in right? that same vein. A lot yeah. of it is so scary. That's yeah, right. I love that. Yeah. And and I I also I feel like I've rejoined the the Shondaland family because of our unpacking the yeah. toolbox podcast. Yeah. So so I'm getting in there, man. I've I've also thought I think I mentioned to you, Katie, like what? I would love to. You know how they have now scripted podcasts, right? Like yeah. I would love to do possibly do pitch. I would a, love to do that a horror too. or thriller scripted podcast. Yes, please. Yeah, wouldn't that be great? That would be really fun. Oh, we could just act with our voices. Yeah, like this. I'm <gasps> going to kill you. What? You're going yeah. to kill me? Using the like scary Huck voice. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> But I'll have to change it a little bit so it's so people are like, oh, it's is that Huck? Yeah. yeah, it's just Huck doing it's just, Huck. It's voice. just Huck doing murder. I have an accent like this or something. Oh, that's, that's terrible. That's 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 I kind of like that. That, that was kind of good. Terrible. Yeah, Guillermo, you, you know. can do anything. Have either oh, of you been great. in any of the other Shondaland shows? Did you do Grey's Anatomy appearances? I've done Grey's in private. I mean, I've been watching. Okay, yeah, I've been watching Grey since the beginning, but I can you never have... remember who has been in it. Oh my god! And, have and you not? I've never done great. You haven't been in great because you were just meant for Hawk, man. I did ER. I was on oh. ER. I know that's not a, a Shonda show, but I did ER. But yeah, I never did Grays or practice. You like did Grays yeah. and I did private, private practice. practice. The premiere episode of season four. I left my baby in the backseat of a car oh my god. and very, forgot very about it. The baby <laughs> yeah. and died. And then what was cool was we shot the pilot for Scandal, but I was still a nanny. And I was telling Shonda, like, while we were shooting all nights for the Scandal pilot, we shot it for about three weeks, every single night, 7 p.m. to 7 a.m. And she would be around and things would get really loopy. And I would tell her about my babysitting jobs and horror stories and things like that. And after Scandal, uh, we shot the pilot. We were waiting months and months and months to wait and hear if we would get a pickup. And so that's a long time to go without a paycheck. So (laughs) my people called and they said, you've been offered a one-day guest star on Grey's Anatomy, you're going to have one, a couple scenes with Sandra O. Oh, and uh, Shonda says, you're not allowed to take any babysitting jobs while we're waiting to find out if, <laughs> if Scandal's going to get picked up. Like she just was yeah, like helping like, me you're out. You're not a babysitter like, anymore. That's not okay. That's amazing. That you've been having. I had a really bad babysitting job before the sh- scandal, <laughs> and she was like, "While you're waiting, come do." Because I I was very right for the part. It was the part where Sandra O oh, like finds out she's pregnant. Oh yeah, through, through me. Yeah, yeah. So I had a great time. It was oh. like two days. Yeah, and it that's was like a beautiful episode. A little bit of cash oh, wait, so that Katie. I could make it. Katie, huh. do you remember telling us stories about uh, some of your nannying stories? <laughs> where I. I <laughs> I used mention- to tell her these stories of this family that didn't believe in diapers. Yes, but you would they have to sit like on, on the, the toilet, toilet with the baby, with and, the like, baby and go, uh, uh, to and like, like, like encouraging <laughs> poop sounds. And then the kid would poop between my legs. 
I'm not even kidding That's, you. And these again, people are bajillionaires. And this is why having too much money is a bad idea. Yeah, because okay, yeah. you just go crazy. Like you are yeah. like, oh, I'm not going to buy the Pampers. I'm not going to buy Pampers. Or, you know what? I'm not or... even going to go like super green and do a cloth diaper, which yeah. is also oh, an, yeah. option like, that's an option if you have a million nannies and people to or clean just, the poop. What? Like, no, this was just, like, I like want you to a, hold the baby over the toilet bowl and make encouraging poop sounds. And I'd have to straddle the bowl and then hold the little baby in between my legs. It was Katie. So, that oh is, my god! So I told Sean to this. I think I got paid twenty an hour. I I I told Sean to this, and that's why the Grey's Anatomy um, she was like hell no guest star came into play because she was like, "You're not doing that while yeah. we wait." Because she felt, I think she felt like we had a good shot. Yeah, and she just was like, "Let's not have your soul die, die while we're this. waiting here." Oh my god! Yeah, that's she's a saint. Oh saint. my goodness. Saint. This is the end. I want to thank you oh, both actually, so so much. This was literally this honestly really really fun. I truly yeah. I'm like blast. such a gladi. I'm so We're so happy I got to you. talk to you to hear your reactions about the Olivia beating a man in a wheelchair. Oh, <laughs> it feels like we've been talking for like two minutes. Like it I, went I can't so fast, and I'm just like yeah. I have thirty million more questions, but. I we'll can have just to go. Come back. You can come yeah. back, or oh, I can sure. just go just listen to the unpacking I'll... the toolbox, yes. or I'll come. Yes, I'll come visit. Please come be a, oh. pop, come be a guest. Oh yes, yeah. you'd be a guest. Please. For you would sure. be a great. Guest. I would love to talk about it. We'll you'd make... be a great guest to yeah. talk about how you reviewed the show and yeah. everything like that. I'm really curious. I, we can pull up my uh-huh. old reviews. Oh. I have so many of oh, them. Oh, I would and... love that. That's a good idea. Yeah, we're gonna pitch it. Absolutely. Thank you for joining us on TV. I say, we'll be back next week for another episode. Bye. I say with Ashley Ray, another episode, another episode. TV I Say with Ashley Ray is an Earwolf production made by me, Ashley Ray Harris. It's engineered by Abby Aguilar and produced by Amelia Chapelo. And our original theme song is by Rafia. It means so much to me if you go rate, review, subscribe, follow TV I Say. Let us know what you think and tell your friends. Share with your golden girls. Tell your boys. If you love my TV recommendations, let everyone you know know. For special TV club members, join my Patreon. And you can also find my full archive ad-free episodes of TV I Say over on Stitcher Premium. Use promo code TVISAY, all one word, for a one-month free trial at stitcher.com slash premium. Whether you're shopping for grads, getting an early gift for dad, or just looking for a little something new or used for your shelf, you'll find it at HPB. And you'll get almost everything for an extra 20% off during the big sale at Half Price Books this Memorial Day weekend. Saturday, May 25th through Monday, May 27th, save big in-store at your local Half Price Books and at HPB.com. Offer cannot be combined with other coupons. Exclusions apply. To learn more, visit HPB.com. On this episode of Plant Killers, we'll explore one nation's most notorious fruit and vegetable killer, bad dirt. What makes bad dirt so bad? The answer, the ingredients. But fear not, true crime enthusiasts. This story has a happy ending. New miracle Grow organic raised bed in garden soil. It's made with quality organic ingredients from upcycled green waste like compost and aged bark. Unlike the other guys who can't say the same. Looks like bad dirt's murdering days are over. Thanks to miracle Grow. Join us next time on Plant Killers.